0: Are you thinking about implementing your own smart home? Not sure of what you want to control or how to start? Do you want your smart home to respond to your voice like it does in the movies or television? Well, you found the right podcast, Tech Bytes with Ron Netter. As a best-selling author, speaker, and YouTuber, he will help you explore the different options available. And now, here's your host, Ron. Are you looking to add functionality to PFSense? Have you heard about something called Quan? Do you wanna learn more? Well, stay tuned. I'm going to show you why you need to know about Cron. Welcome to another edition of Tech Bites with Ron Nutter, your home for all things relating to smart home technology. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to use Cron to do more with PFSense. Hi, I'm Ron Nutter, and we're going to be working on this together. This content is also available as an Amazon flash briefing or podcast. Please go to techbiteswithronnutter.com for more information. For any items mentioned in this episode, there are affiliate links in the description. If you click on these links, I will get a small commission. Bet that won't affect the price you pay for the item. If you want to get notified when new content is uploaded, please click on subscribe and enable notifications. Here's what we're going to be covering in this video, and that's how to use Cron to do more with PFSense. First, we're going to go over what is Cron, then we'll show you how to install it. It's kind of there, but it isn't. And then we'll have you use some Cron uses examples and show you kind of what you're looking at because I think once you see this you're really going to want to start using it. Using Cron is something everybody should be at least familiar with when you're using PFSense or any Linux distro but there are some features that Cron can make a little more seamless for you and once you kind of get under the hood and understand what's going on and learn more about Cron you're going to be able to do quite a bit with it. So first we're going to go over what is Cron. Cron is basically something that is either added to or come a part of most Linux distributions and it's a command line utility that's a job scheduler for lack of a better phrase. Now, the trick is going to be learning how to set up those jobs. Some will be very straightforward. Some you'll have to actually set up a, a command file or a batch file. I know it's not the right term for you Linux folks, but I'm, I'm talking to folks other than, than that. And it's, it's learning how to do it and then figuring out how to troubleshoot when things are not working right. So let's go ahead and get on to PFSense and we'll go take the next step. To use Cron with PFSense is actually very straightforward. It's there if you want to go to command line, but I'm going to show you a little bit easier way to do it. So let's go over here to system package manager, and we'll go to available packages. Once it refreshes, you'll just search for Cron. if we scroll down, we'd find it too. But, and then we'll confirm. It takes just a second to install, but nothing that's going to be a problem. And you'll say success. Once you've got this done, where you will see it is services. Guess what? That wasn't there before. So Cron. What this is really doing for you, Cron is already there, but this is giving you a GUI interface to see more of what's going on. That's really in a nutshell what it does. You're going to have to, to learn a little bit about which, if there's a specific day of the week, if you only run it to run during the week, on weekends, who has the authority to run it. And there's a little trick I'll show you there. When you want to, to fire off in our day. And this is not gonna be something that you can have it fire off at whenever it completes fire off again. There's, I'm gonna oversimplify this to a degree, but first we need to take baby steps with Cron and then you can go from there. One of the first examples that I'm gonna show you with on Cron is how to get it to automatically restart PFSense. But you're gonna say, but Ron, we don't need to do that. Well, yes, you do. I've yet to see any device that isn't helped by a periodic restart. Now I'm not talking every hour, but every few days, every few weeks but certainly no more than once a month. And if you think you may be having a problem where services quit running or things not working right, just having it do an automatic restart may be the thing that will be the easiest fix or at least a short-term solution. So what we're going to do is we'll go down here to add or up here to add one of the two, and we will have this run, now, well, we'll say at 105 in the morning. Now, the day of the month we're going to say all and we'll just say all for the month, all for the day of week and you User will be root. Typically, this is what you will do. Now, the command we're going to use is shutdown r now and you click save that's it you're done it's that simple now if you want to see this run and and seeing is a poor choice of words then you can go through and ru- and run it at a different time you'll give it set it the clock uh, for the job about a minute or two out and then you should be good to go then in case of the shutdown command now as so you notice all these others they have a path well the shutdown command i found i didn't need to use that so your first indication is to see that it's restarted is you can go out here to the main pfSense menu and look at your uptime that's that's going to be what's going to tell you right there there really is no logging kept of this and this is the the one downside of cron whatever you're submitting to run is gonna have to do its own logging. Cron is just a very basic, okay, execute this command and go on. For those of you that are are Linux gearheads, and I mean that with all respect, you may know of another way to do it, but with the interfaces I've seen so far within Cron, that's what I found. If you decide you don't want to have the job running for, or you want to suspend the job or stop the job, well, there's no provision in here for that. And we'll go in and edit the job, And again, there's no way to suspend it. If you go into the Linux command line, yes, there is a way. It's not necessarily intuitive for somebody who's new to cron, but there is a way. I'm going to show you another way to do it. Now, you notice it said the user executing... The command typically root well this may not be an approved way of doing it okay now how you stop the job going to take a little bit of work but nothing that you can't do so what we'll do is we'll go in here to system user manager and we'll create a user in this case called user or we call it stop job or you pick the name that that you want to use now in this case i've already edited it Password doesn't matter. I put one in there that should never be used, but I said, this user cannot log in. Even if I had let it log in because it wasn't part of the admins group, there are certain commands users cannot run. But just as an additional precaution, I said, user cannot log in. So since we didn't, we did change something. So we'll click on save. So now if we go back here to services, Cron, and shutdown, and we'll change this to user. See, because the username existed, it it didn't check to see that the user account was disabled. So we've given it a name, happens to be disabled, that command now is not going to be able to run. So normally if you put all your stuff in with user root, but if you have a job you wanna suspend or not run for a while, just put it as user, then that's gonna take care. For those times when you have an extra interface, whether it's DMZ or you've got your kids on a different interface to PFSense, or you've got your guest network on there and you don't want it active during certain times, I'm gonna show you how to do that one. So first we'll get my ugly mug off the screen. We will go to diagnostics, command prompt. You can do this same thing with an SSH interface, but I'm trying to show you how to do it all in one interface because for what we're doing, this particular sequence will do just fine. So what we're going to have to do is we run a command called ifconfig and it stands for Interface Configuration if you're not familiar with Linux and we will select execute. comes back and what we're looking for is the name of the interface or at least the the name that PFSense knows it by. So we've got re0, re1. Now remember when we set this up earlier, re0 is our WAN interface. Now I know it says 192.168. I'm plugged into a Google modem and I just didn't change the addressing. Then RE1 is going to be our LAN interface. Well say during the night you don't, there's really no reason for anything to have network access. Or you've got your kids on a certain network and you don't want them to be using network say after 10 o'clock at nine or before seven in the morning and if you put their wireless and wired on the same interface it's a way of controlling the access so now that we've got that we're going to use re0 in this case we'll go back here to services cron and we will add a job and we'll have this fire off at five minutes after three in the morning well actually no i did say Better. So we'll do go it off at 10 o'clock. And normally, the reason I don't stick to zero is it's just I've had problems with some jobs not firing off the top of the hour. We will just say day of the month, day of year, week, root. Now, this is where we've got to have a little bit of path to it. So we will do forward slash sbin I-F, config re0 down and we'll click save. Then we'll create another job. Be nice if you could name the jobs, but that's not. Let's see. Double check, maybe i sure I didn't miss some. No, there's no no option for naming the jobs. That that would be nice, but then you're kind of taking the this maybe a little bit out of uh, standard. Then we will do five minutes after. We'll do it at 7 a.m. But this is where if you got into say days of the week, you could say only Monday through Friday. Is this the case? If Saturday and Sunday, you know you can be a little more lenient. So Sbin if config re zero, up, save. So now you've got a way scheduled for your network interface to be shut down where you don't have to get into it. You don't, it'll just happen automatically. So, so for special situations, you can do that. I mean, yes, granted, you can go in here to interfaces and we'll pick on when so we don't shoot on off But you can disable the interface here. Yes, that is an option, but I'm giving you a way where you can schedule it automatically so that those, when you want to take a certain interface down, and this is handy, especially when you have multiple interfaces that you've got a way to do it. Now there is some troubleshooting you can do with cron without having to add, to set up a command file and put some logging commands in there. So I've already SSH into it. And this is one of those cases where you really do need to SSH into it to be able to have a little bit easier time seeing what's going on, where the, the GUI interface, it, it, you can get there, but I think it's easier to do this. So we'll go into shell and then we will change to var, log. We will grep, which grep is a find command. Think of it that way. So we'll grep, and we will tell it to look for cron, and then system.log, if I can spell log. This all tells you is there was a database change where you made the, the command to the different jobs you put in to do you know either rebooting it or it for something so you can see that here but as a general rule it's not going to show you much that's where if you really need to have that verbose level of logging as to what's going on this is going to be something you'll have to learn how to set up a what i call a command file or a batch file and do some logging it's it it can be done but i'm just showing you the easy way to do it for the time being i've shown you just a few examples of how to use cron with pfSense, and this just is to give you an idea. Because if you want to go beyond that, you're going to need to spend a little bit of time. You're going to have to learn how some of the commands work, and be prepared that it may not always do what you think that it's going to do. But one step at a time, and as you learn how to do some of this, either use OneNote and pick pick your documentation system to be able to keep track of this, because you're going to be learning some valuable information which could help you in that next job to set yourself apart from somebody else at the very least you're learning more how to use cron with pfSense. you don't have to do everything so much the manual way if you can get cron to do it for you as long as you can want it done at certain times if you need it done on demand you know you may have to go through the gui interface or get into cli and run that command file on its own again there's ways to do it but cron at least gives you at a Automated or semi automated way of doing some of the things that you may need to do on a periodic basis, such as backing up PFSense. If you want to back it up at a certain schedule, which is not a function that directly exists within the GUI for PFSense, that's a possibility. If you want to run a speed test, again, there are examples available. And if you'd like for me to go into more of this, please let me know, and I'm happy to do additional videos. I just didn't wanna to go too far into the weeds if you're not interested on it at this point, but you can run speed tests. There's As long as it can be done from command line and you can send the output to a text file, you are uh, got some possibilities of doing some other things. So give it a try. I think you're gonna find Cron a very useful tool to have in your arsenal. If you're watching this YouTube, you'll see videos on this screen to the screen that are similar to the one you've just watched or other content that YouTube thinks you might be interested in. If this video helps you or provides value, Please click on that like button, thumbs up. If you haven't already subscribed to the channel, please click on subscribe now and enable notifications. We'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to the Tech Bytes with Ron Nutter podcast. If you know someone who's interested in creating their own smart home, please share this show with them. Please subscribe on iTunes or Google Podcasts and leave us a review. Have questions? Contact Ron at questions at techbyteswithronnutter.com. He looks forward to sharing more incredible insights on the next episode.